Welcome. You're listening to the Heritage Podcast. To learn more about Heritage, including meeting times and upcoming events, visit us online at www.heritageff.org. Now, let's get into today's podcast. Hello, family of God. This is Joanne Aragon. You're here at Heritage Live, where my husband, Pastor Arn, has been pastoring Heritage Family Fellowship for 41 years. We've been married 45 years. Excited to be here with you to share for Mother's Day. Now, I'm not an expert on raising children, but I have raised two. And my oldest son, Joel, is 41. My second son, Brent, is 37. And I have a grandson, 11, Taj. So I have some experience, and I just believe that what I have to share will encourage you and build you up. And, you know, this isn't just about mothers today, uh, family of God. This is about all of us, because every one of us were brought into this earth by a mother, a mom. So it, it affects all of us. And even if you weren't raised by your mother, maybe you were raised by a grandmother or maybe a father or a guardian, somebody spoke into your life, caused you to learn how to walk and talk and eat, how to do the things that you do today and don't even pay attention to it. It's just part of your life. But somebody taught you these things. So it's so important that we honor those that have spoken into our lives, those who've trained us and taught us, influenced our lives. So I'm going to share a message called, The Future is in Our Seed. And there is a lady named Diane Furstenberg, and she's a, a dress designer, very well known. She won an award by Forbes magazine. She was called the 68th most powerful woman in the world. And this is a statement she made. She said her best creation were her children. So no matter what you do in life, the best thing, the most important thing you do is the, the children you touch, the lives you touch, and influence. That is so important. Ladies, we are life givers. God has given that to us. We bring forth life, and we have the privilege of raising up life and producing great things for the kingdom of God. Now, Proverbs 31, 27, and 28, I'm going to be reading scriptures in the Amplified. It says, she looks well to how things go in her household does not eat the bread of idleness, her children rise up and call her blessed, happy, prosperous, to be admired. Children, admire your mother. Speak over her. Speak words of life. Don't just take her for granted. Be thankful that you have somebody in your life, whether it is a mother or a grandmother, or somebody that's daily there taking care of you, doing, making lunch, making dinners for you. Appreciate what God has placed in your life, of um, somebody who's influencing you. Children, celebrate your mom. Receive this instruction out of Proverbs 6, 20 through 22. It says, My son, be guided by your father's God-given commandment, instruction, and do not reject the teaching of your mother. Bind them continually upon your heart, in your thoughts, and tie them around your neck. That is so awesome right there because it's saying for the whole being, it's in your heart, it's in your mind, it's in your body. A mother's words of life minister to every area of your life. Verse 22 says, when you walk about, they, the godly teachings of your parents will guide you. When you sleep, they will keep watch over you. And when you awake, they will talk to you. Glory to God. That's the power of somebody speaking into your life, influencing you. Words of life. And hopefully that's 
somebody that is in, still in your life, is speaking into your life, and you're still walking with the words you've heard. You hear their voice. You hear their instruction. It's keeping you from wrong people, wrong things. Mothers, that's so important. As, as your children leave for school or, or leave for, for wherever they're going for the day, that you surround them in prayer. Gird them up in protection with the, the word of God and speaking life over them. Uh, we, you know, we, we parent in the present, and sometimes we forget that we're preparing them actually for their future. It's not just about today, what they're going to eat, what they're going to wear, but what, how are they going to live a few years from now? Can they live off the words that you've been speaking into them? We're raising our children to be responsible, godly adults that will fulfill God's plan and purpose for their lives. It's an important part of life. A great woman is not someone who rules a nation, but someone who governs her home and governs it according to the word of God. Ladies, declare this over your home. Joshua 24, verse 14, 15, excuse me. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Let that be your daily declaration, no matter how old your children are, that they will serve the Lord all the days of their lives. You are giving them the tools that are worth more than possessions. They may forget what you bought them for Christmas a year ago, but they're not going to forget the words if you've planted inside them. Those words are like seeds, and they grow and they produce for their future. You're molding their character, which is a key to how well they will function in life. We, we have such an awesome responsibility in, of life to do these things. We're influencing some of the greatest people of the 21st century. They may be the generation that ushers in the return of Christ. How how powerful is that? How can we instruct our children in spiritual matters if we don't seek God's instruction for our own personal lives? Every day we need to get up and speak words of life over ourselves and over our families. So important, ladies. Seek first the kingdom of God, the Bible says, and his righteousness. And then it says all things will be added to you. As you seek God, there will be opportunities and God will reveal things to you. Sometimes you're not in the presence of your children. You're not with them, but your words will be with them. Your prayers will be with them. It will guide and lead them and strengthen them and keep them from wrong people. Pray to God, keep them from wicked and unreasonable people. Declare the word over them. Surround them with your words of life. There, nothing can stop the prayer of a righteous woman. Amen. That's so important. Proverbs 14.1 says that every wise woman builds her house, but the foolish one tears it down with her own hands. You build your house with your words. You, you make it a home. You build it with the, the words of your mouth, your life, your character, your qualities. Do your children need that? They need to be able to come home and, and know that this is a place of safety, of peace. When everything else is chaos outside, they can know they can come home and be loved and cared for. And nothing will keep the love of God from your home. That's so important. We must build our home with the principles found in the word of God and work those principles by the wisdom of God. We all need to make sure that we are building our home based on the word of God. My husband shared on Wednesday night about don't build your house on the sand that just it'll wash away, but build it on the rock of Jesus Christ. Let it be a firm foundation. No matter what shakes, no matter what happens, that you're solid in the things of God. Let them see you worshiping and praising God. How will they ever learn to lift holy hands if they don't learn it from you? They don't think that 
everything's going to be taught in church, Sunday school. You teach them the principles at home. And then those are additives to their life. When they go to church or go to Sunday school, those things will help and direct them. Now, ladies, prayer gives God a spiritual right to move in your family. Get up and pray over your children. They're your prayer responsibility above anything else. First, pray for your family, your children. Pray divine protection over them. Now, Proverbs 22, 6 tells us, train up a child in the way he should go, teaching him to seek God's wisdom and will for his abilities and talents. Even when he is old, he will not depart from it. It's an individual training. It says train up a child. That's because every child has to be trained differently, separately. You can't train them like a cookie cutter. They're all going to be the same. No, they all have their own personalities. Everything's different about them. I know my sons, they didn't, they didn't even eat the same thing. They didn't like the same thing. So I had to know what minister to one and what minister to another and do that. Partake of different things. My husband and I, we, we bought a van and one was sitting in one row and the other one was sitting in the other one so they wouldn't fight. I even thought, will they ever get along because they were so different and they had to have separate bedrooms. But we learned how to take their personalities and develop those personalities by the word of God and, and instruct them in those ways and not expect one to be like the other. They weren't the same. They were totally different. They don't look alike. They don't talk alike. They don't walk alike. They're different. Just like we're different. A husband and wife or a family, you're different. You're all different. So we learned to develop them right where they were at. I remember one time we took our boys to Hawaii, and it was my son Joel's 13th birthday. And I took him on a helicopter ride. And then, but Brent didn't want to go on a helicopter ride, so Art took him to learn how to surf. And from that day forth, he started surfing. So we did special things for them, created memories that were special and unique to them. That's important. So it's individual training. And children, you know that your mother instructs you for your benefit. She, she does it because she has your back. She cares about you. Sometimes you don't like what she does or says, but it's all to benefit you, to help you. She sees beyond today. She sees the future. She's protecting you. Sometimes she's guarding you against wrong influences and wrong friends, wrong people. She can see sometimes things that you can't see. I, uh, I remember my husband, Art, he told me about a story about his mom, Susie. Now, she's been uh, passed now for 10 years. She's with the Lord, an awesome lady, a woman of God, just served the Lord. But when she was younger, she was a little feisty. She was a little about five foot. The picture I've posted is a, a picture of her and my father-in-law, Frank, at their 50th wedding anniversary, and that's my mom and dad with them. And she was a, a beautiful woman of God, loved Jesus, loved to serve our ministry, loved to serve her, her son. And I remember he said that he used to come home and there would be this Doberman Pinscher. This man would release two of them on him and his friends. And one would run after them and the other one would run after Art. He'd run, he'd run in the house. And one time his mom says, what's going on? And he says, that Doberman Pinscher, that man has him come running after me. And she went outside. That Doberman Pinscher was out in the yard. And she just socked him right in the face. She wasn't afraid of him. She says, you're not going to touch my son. <laughs> she knocked him. And he kind of shook his head and ran back home. And she immediately took Art with her down to the man's house, got up in his face and started telling him. And then she slapped him. She says, don't you ever send that dog back down against my son. She goes, next time I'll kill him and I'll kill you too. She was feisty, but she's going to protect her son. See, women, we do whatever we can to protect our children. And you've got to do that against the enemy. I mean, he comes to attack your children. Even when they're grown, he'll try to attack and get them away from God. 
you declare this, the seed, your seed, the seed of the righteous shall be delivered. Satan can't have them. He didn't bear, he didn't bear them. He didn't give life to them. He didn't, give, he didn't do anything for them, so why should you let him have them? Declare, as for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord, and my children will be taught of the Lord, and great will be the peace of my children. Don't let the enemy have, have at it, your children. And children, know that your mom is there. Again, she's got your back. She's on your side. She's for you. If nobody's for you, your mom is always for you. Proverbs 10.1 says, A wise son makes a father glad, but a foolish, stubborn son who refuses to learn is a grief to his mother. Oh, please don't bring grief to your, to your mother, men and women, boys and girls. Bring, bring joy. Bring, bring the, the, he says, a wise man learns from his father and it makes his father glad bring joy to your mom she wants the best for you make her proud uh, moms are you know we're, we're there to benefit you and help you and to believe the best for you we'll do without to make sure you have if we have to whatever it takes and you know moms you're you're creating memories in your children's lives do special things for them that they'll never forget that is so important that our children know that they are a priority. They're, they're our assignment. They're our treasure. They're everything to us. So get, even if you can't, maybe you said, I can't do this or I can't do that right now. You can. God will give you creative ideas of what you can do to create a memory for your child. One time I, my son shared this with Brent when he was at church one Sunday. I would forgotten all about it. He says, I got him out of school. I took him out of school. And when we went and saw, he was in high school, we went and saw the new Star Wars movie, him and I. And ever since then, we have had a love for Star Wars. I still go with him and his son to see the Star Wars movies. But, you know, I don't remember that event. But I said, it sounds like something I would do because I want each of my children to feel special. And we do special things with each one of them. Create those special moments. I used to watch different shows with the boys when they were teenagers. When they're teenagers, sometimes they, they kind of walk away from you and their influence becomes their friends. But you want to keep them close and still be able to speak into their lives. Uh, my son, Brent, I used to have to drive him to school about a half hour each way. And we didn't have TVs in the car then. And we didn't have phones in our hands. We would just sit and talk. I would instruct him in the way he should go. Things that he should hear and know. I could give him encouragement and influence. Those times are important, so create memories for them. Um, we just decided we're going to create memories for our children, make it special. And now we do that for our grandson. We create special memories for him. We've taken him to Disney World a couple times. We did that for our sons. We, uh, we took him to Hawaii. We took him to Ni Niagara Falls. We want to create special moments in their lives. And it's a special moments for us, too, because children make you, they give you that ability to be young and have fun again. And sometimes as adults, we don't, want, we don't take time to have fun. I remember one time my grandson Taj was over at the house, and nobody was there but him and I. He goes, Grandma, come outside with me. And I'm not much of an outside person. I like to be indoors. But, but I said, okay. So he got a ball, and we were kicking it. I, I can't keep up with him, of course. But he loved that, that I would go outside and play ball with him. Try to find things that they love to do. Our sons used to watch Real World, and they were teenagers. They used to watch um, a, a movie. It was a show with Claire Danes, My, My So-Called Life. I used to sit down and watch it and get interested. How can I expect them to be interested in the things I want them to be interested in if I can't even take time to be interested in what they're doing? So we would take time with them. We didn't have phones in those days, cell phones. Now we can reach them wherever they are. But we couldn't do that. So we, anytime we had that time with them, 
We'd spend time with them. We'd make them feel special. They were the most important thing growing up. And today, um, they're still important to us. We still make time for them. We still try to take vacations with them or go to special events with them. Uh, my son, Art, I mean, my husband, Art, will take our sons to do special things. Just recently, they went to a monster truck show. I didn't go. But, you know, they had fun. They did something together, uh, my sons and my grandson. We do that. Uh, and then we take them to church, too. We, we have them as a part of our life, every bit of our life, not just one part or another. And that's so important. Uh, our grandson, he's a joy to our hearts. He keeps us young. I remember one time he was in my back seat, and he was about six years old. And that's before he had a phone. He has a phone now that he's 11. But he didn't have a phone there. At that time, I had one. And uh, I, he said, Grandmother, can I borrow your phone? So I gave it to him. I didn't know what he was going to do because I didn't have games. But I gave him my phone. And I, later on when I got it back, I found this picture on it. that he, put, he, get, he took a selfie. I didn't even know how to take selfies at that time. And he had taken a, a selfie of, him, uh, of himself with a little Mr. Doolittle glasses. And uh, it really was a cute surprise. Kids surprise you. They do, like they say, they do the darndest things. They're a lot of fun. But you know, mothers, enjoy your children. Don't get so uptight about things. Enjoy them. So you don't, I remember when I was younger, uh, the boys would want to go somewhere and Art would say, come on, Joanne, let's go take him here, do this or that. Oh, I got laundry, I got this. But, you know, I started thinking, wait a minute, laundry's always going to be there. Dishes are always going to be undone. But I'm not going to always have these kids here in our home, little like this. Take that time with them while they're young so that you create such a strong relationship with them that you're there for them. Because those things are always going to have to be done. Dishes, the laundry basket is always full, but they're not always going to be in your presence and a part of your home life. But they're, they're always be in your life. But sometimes time slips by and you, you let other things be more important. Things are, have never been more important to us than our family. That's our priority. What can we do to bless our children and our, our grandson to this day? Uh, he, he's such a joy to our life. He's, there's nothing we wouldn't do for him. And we want to create those memories for him also now that he's growing up. So ladies, I just believe that this has encouraged you, that you'll take hold of the word of God, take hold of these principles, and declare that the word works when you work the word. I just want to say a prayer for you and just believe that, you know what, even if you say, well, you know, my, my children, they didn't call me, call them. You take it upon yourself. You're the adult. You're the, the one. Call them and say, I want to say hello. I love you. Don't put them down. Don't complain. Be proud. Say thank you for being my son or my daughter. Thank you for being there and, and, and loving your family. Maybe they're not always able to spend time with you as a mother now that they're older. But thank God they take care of their family. They work. They go to school. Whatever they do, acknowledge that. You, can, you, know, you have so many ways to get a hold of them through text, through FaceTime through Zoom. There's just so many ways now that you can contact them. Leave a message. Leave a text. I know my sons, they never answer their phone. I have to text them. So I've learned that. So I just text them all the time and they text me back. You know, so there's different means and ways to reach out to your children as they grow up. But never lose sight that God gave you those children for, for the rest of their life, for the rest of your life. So enjoy your family. Today is Mother's Day. Just thank the Father that he gave you that life-giving ability to bear children, to bring them into this earth, to give, a, give life to an eternal being. Is that awesome? 
So it's so, so, so important to train them in the way they should go so that as they're older, they won't depart from it. Make sure your life is right with God, that you're serving the Lord, that God is first place in your life so that they can see that and they can acknowledge that and they want to be a part of the life of God, that they want God in their life and for their family also. So ladies, let me pray for you as we close the service today. I'm so thankful for you ladies and I, I want to see the best in your lives. Father, I thank you for each mother and grandmother that's watching, for the children that are watching. Thank you for the relationship we have as mother and children. Thank you for this opportunity that we can celebrate our mothers and declare that our mothers are great women of God, that they are highly admired, they're favored, they're prosperous, they're increasing. Everything they set their hands to do, it prospers in Jesus' name. And I lift up their children, that their children will bring great joy to their lives, that they can be proud of their children, that you're watching over and keeping their children from wicked and unreasonable people. No harm or danger comes to their children. In Jesus' name, we give you the honor and glory. And ladies, right now, if you say, you know, I, my, I've been away from God. I haven't been serving God. He hasn't been first place in my life. I want to give you that opportunity. I don't want you to not to celebrate, I should say, to celebrate the Lord, the Lord, but today you don't think he's first in your life. Today is the time to celebrate the Lord. So let me pray with those of you that God is not first place in your life right now, that you've walked away, maybe circumstances or situations. It's, not, it's time to go come back to God. This is your day, ladies. Say this with me. Father, in Jesus' name, I thank you that you forgive me of anything that I've done or said that's been against you. I receive Jesus into my heart to be the Lord of my life. Thank you for receiving me, and I acknowledge that Jesus is Lord. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Praise God, ladies. Let me know that you've prayed the prayer to invite Jesus into your heart or recommit yourself to him. This is the greatest thing you can do for you and your family. Your, your children are your treasure. They're greater than any possession that you have. So honor them and bless them and celebrate them. And I just believe, you know, whatever we do to celebrate, celebration comes back to us. We'll be blessed and honored. And I just want to thank you for joining us today. And I invite you to go to our website, Heritage Family Fellow, excuse me, heritageff.org, and find out about giving, about sewing, about serving, how to get involved with the ministry, how to find out things for your children. We have crafts and teachings for the children and for the teenagers. And also now we're some of you are watching on YouTube. We're on YouTube now, a live Heritage FF is on hair is on the YouTube so be sure and look at that and be a part of what we're doing so, you know ladies you have the ability to create life and then raise that life how awesome is that privilege and I just thank you for joining me today I know the word was uh, important and rich to you it blessed you I know it blessed me to be able to bring the word to you and give you some things that I've experienced in life and I just declare that God is working mightily in your household to do his will and good pleasure. I love you. Happy Mother's Day. If you were encouraged by today's message and believe it would be uplifting to others, then be sure to rate us and hit subscribe. To experience more of Heritage, visit us at www.heritageff.org. Again, thank you for listening to the Heritage Podcast today. And remember, Jesus is Lord.